Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The number one golfer in New Zealand is now the number 46 golfer in the world, and that, that uh, really does illustrate a terrific uh, run of form for one Ryan Fox. Uh, it's uh, something to be proud of and something to really look forward to because the way he's playing at the moment, he is just just a bit of luck away from uh, capturing another title. And, of course, the Open Championship, the 150th Open Championship, is just around the corner that beckons after the Scottish Open coming up this weekend. One of the reasons why he's playing so well, and undoubtedly, is the fact that he's got a great relationship with his New Zealand-based coach, Marcus Wheelhouse, uh, a renowned coach, of course, and member of the PGA in his own right. Uh, Marcus, good morning to you. Good morning, Smithy. How are you? Oh, look, I'm happy, but I imagine uh, you're absolutely stoked. I mean, and, and uh, he's going to win one soon when these guys stop knock, knocking in 40, 50-foot <laughs> putts on a regular basis to stop him. <laughs> yeah, I've woken up the family a few times with a few expletives. I've got to be said at 2 o'clock in the morning. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, no it's, look, it's, it's great to see at the moment just, you know, him playing the way he is and, uh, and getting out of his own way and, and just, um, I suppose, realising his talent. That's interesting, that, that phrase, getting out of his own way. Um, has he been in his own way in the past, do you think, to a large degree? Well, I think there's stages of that, isn't there? And, uh, and when you look at what a sports person goes through, they, they go through a development stage of, you know, of many things and, and technique and, and you know, mind and, and all those sort of things. And I suppose you get to a point, you know, when you, you've got a number of hours under your belt where, you know, the the subconscious is, is, is happening and that's where you're in that state where, you know, things can just happen nicely and, and um, you know, and that's what I feel like, you know, with Ryan now, he's, he's starting to get to that point where he's, you know, he's not, he's not he hasn't really reached his, I think, his peak yet, but but he's, he's sort of getting into that nice place where he's feeling comfortable with a lot of things about his game and, and then um, obviously that's reflecting the scores. A lot of people remark to us on the show about his uh, his attitude, uh, his friendly disposition, uh, his, his relationship with the media, etc. But I think it also goes to his demeanour on the course, where uh, he you know he makes mistakes, but it it, it looks like uh, from the outside looking in, it doesn't get to him as it would say uh, other professionals. Is is that fair? Yep, I think it's very fair. Um, I think that you know when you look at. Uh I suppose your reactions. So one of the, one of the things that I you know always admired about Foxy was that you know even you know right from day dot from when I started with him whatever it was twelve years or so ago um, you know he he'd hit a poor shot on the range and and he would pick the positive part out of it right um, so even if it was a it was a terrible strike sorry, I've got to that pump me. even if it was a terrible strike um, it would you know it would create um, some sort of straightness, and he would put and he'd pick that positive part out of it. So, so that's what you know his brain does, and has been I think um, you know basically aligned to is trying to take a positive out of everything that's happening, and uh, and that's a really you know it's a really lovely trait to have. Uh, look, uh, what has happened eff- effectively with this uh, meteoric rise up the world rankings is that uh, Ryan Fox's schedule, I imagine, is is changing uh, on a regular basis because a number of those tournaments that he wanted to play in were question marks quite some time ago they're not now they're, they're almost lock-ins so uh, it looks to me uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more of him in high-profile events is that fair too 
Yeah, look, obviously, the, you know, the, the top 50 in the world, which is just a, you know, something that I think so. Well, it's been on the on the on the hit list for for many years now. It's you know been one of the big goals, and um, that that opens up you know all those things. You know, WGC events, the majors, um, uh, or Castro, if he can sustain it. Um, you know, so therefore that you know that that you know, your schedule starts changing pretty much. Then obviously, you know, we'll see. Um, Development of this, uh, the Live Tour, and, and how these exemptions are going for the European Tour and the, and the US Tour—that's changing as well in the next couple of years. So, there, there should be some really uh, some big doors open if he can, you know, continue his form and and uh, and do what he's doing. And yeah, so it's, it's going to change a lot from what he's doing now. One of the interesting things about following uh, professional golf is that uh, quite often you see players go so well and then they, they drop off. And one of the reasons why we're hearing that is they have equipment changes. Uh, for some reason, they, they go to a different variety of shaft or whatever. Uh, but that doesn't appear to have uh, been the Ryan Fox way. Uh, does he do that behind the scenes? Does he tinker as much as some do? Um, I suppose there's tinkering and tinkering. You know, like, Smithy, when you look at, you know, when you look at the... Um uh, I, I totally agree. I think some, you know some of the you know the, the greatest players have made um, bad decisions on on what could, you know for the dollars so so to speak and gone to a, a different company and a whole different you know setup. Um, and it's and it's really come out you know wrongly for them. And I think we've been pretty mindful of that as well. You know, like uh, he does love uh, he's with Frickson. He does love the clubs. He loves the wedges. Um, but he does. You know, make sure that they're they're all very much in the in tip top shape. So tinkering for me would be just making sure the lie angle hasn't changed, uh, making sure that you know he has a uh, um, you know all the different things that sit around the performance of the shot can be you know changed. Obviously, with a golf club change, so there's minor things that happen. But as overall, you know, the ball hasn't changed unless the company changes it. But it's usually a bit of development. Um, the clubs he's used have, have stayed. The similar model as it's upgraded, as you can appreciate. So all those sort of things there. But yeah, the the main core of what he does, he likes, and and he's sticking to that. And I think that's really important. Marcus, um, the Open is around the corner, of course. First of all, are you going? I am. Yeah, I leave tomorrow night to. Um, I'll be on the Scottish Open um, practice tee on Saturday morning. So fantastic! Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, that's just. That's wonderful news uh, uh, for you, mate. And I was going to ask uh, about that, actually, because, of course, St Andrews is um, is very, very uh, linksy. It's coastal as such. Uh, has Ryan got a, a preference for that, or has he, has he learnt to play linksy uh, with his time on the European tour? Yeah, look, he's, I'd say that, you know, it's um, links as golfers is up there on his list of, of, of likes, and um, he's, he likes St Andrews. He's played two Opens already. Um, and so therefore, you know, when you look at that whole, you know, I mean, even just the Irish Opens and the, even though Mount Julia wasn't that lengthy, um, the success he's had in other years on links golf has been quite, you know, quite good. So he, uh, he does prefer that wind, you know, driving that golf ball low and, and really being able to control the flight of the ball, which is definitely one of his assets. Um, so yeah, no, he's, I'm, I'm, I, well, I know he's pumped up for the, for the Open, man. I think it'll be, uh, definitely on the list. Because my my memory of the latest time that he played there, I think might have been uh, alongside Shane Warne and the Dunhill. Is, is that right? They did very very well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah. So no, he, he's he's had a nice affinity with that. I mean, he played he's played pretty good in in, in the fifteen Open when I was up there, um, and yeah. that's you know that's a that's a that's a I think a style of golf that really suits him. Yeah.
The other thing that comes into play, of course, is, uh, is team golf and the President's Cup uh, is later on this year. Uh, I, I just wonder uh, whether he's putting his name forward in lights uh, for a President's Cup spot. Yeah, I mean, that's been talked. I don't know how much you watch the coverage. Um, I've sort of been watching a bit of it, but that's certainly been talked mm. to by the commentators, um, you know, on the on the DP Tour, and, and I think that's, um, that's becoming, you know, more and more the conversation now. I think he's, you know... He's a big chance to to play that, and and he, I mean, you know, he'd be a great team man, um, you know, especially with all the experiences, and you know, he's a he's a good storyteller. Um, so, so it's you know, I think you know, he's very liked on the European tour. So that those sort of things are, are a great appeal, and obviously he's backing up with some nice golf. So it'll be uh, it'll be I think it'd be a nice thing for him to be part of. That's for sure. Uh, Marcus, the other thing he might be a target for at some stage is uh, a phone call from uh, Greg Norman. We heard uh, on Staffy's show yesterday <laughs> that that's not a, that's not as seen at the moment. But I'd love your um, I'd love your uh, opinion on it. You're a, you're a member of uh, the PGA, a professional in your own right as such. Um, this is uh, it's becoming quite alarming because it's splitting golf. It's breaking up long term friendships. Um, and at the moment, uh, it, it, every day, it's a, you get a, a very poor story about this whole deal. H- how have you seen it from from afar? Yeah, I've sort of been quite mixed about it all. Um, you know, I started off and I was like, you know, the 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 mode of you know trying to take over golf, which is pretty much what they've tried to do. Uh, they, you know, their their main sort of first model was to to take the top forty players and and um, and and you know get them into that sort of mode of. Of what they're doing in the tournaments, um, that would obviously deprive the PGA Tour of of what it is. So you know, I don't, didn't agree with that at all. Um, I think you know when you look at the the whole humanity, you know, and the humanitarian side of thing with Saudi, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, at, the, at that time, without getting political, um, made it happens in, in lots of places in the world. So I don't think we can single out Saudi uh, for that. But it's it's certainly from a Saudi Arabia. It certainly put a negative on their country. Um, and and rightly or wrongly, um, that's not my place to to make an opinion on that. I think the the biggest thing is now. I, I agree with you. I think it's divided a lot of the players. Um, I certainly can see um, why they would do it. You know, with the, with the money. I mean, a lot of the guys that are doing it um, are doing it because they've got a certain window and playing golf, and they're sort of thinking about setting up their family. And, and I can't fault them for for thinking that way. Um, but yeah, I, I think the tournaments. I can't see it being sustainable if they don't get ranking points. Um, you know, the players can't continue to sort of play majors. They won't be able to. You know, so someone for like you know Ryan's situation is, you know, he'd be mad to go to it because you know he's not going to be able to have enough ranking points in another two years to be if they don't get ranking points to be in the majors, um, even if you're allowed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously interesting to see Ian Poulter just win the win the case and be able to play in the Scottish Open over the last day or so. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot going on, isn't there? So, it's really uh, it's it's just uh, I mean, from my point of view, sitting back a little of New Zealand, I'm just it's just interesting reading. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sort of uh, I haven't really got a really strong opinion on. It. I think it is sad mm. that you know, like a Freddie Couples saying coming out, who's one of the nicest guys you'll meet, and saying he'll never talk to film with us again. You know, I just I think that's a shame. Um, so those sort of things there are polarising those personality don't they and, and really I think putting a dark side on, on golf which I don't think we need No I, I, I totally agree with you there uh, Marcus um, the other interesting aspect of, of this is how it's going to play out uh, uh, or, or play out in terms of like the President's Cup or the Riders Cup and 
and teams events and um, there's been quite a big reaction in the last day or so to Taylor Gooch's comments. Now Taylor Gooch is one of the up and coming young pros on the PGA or he was until he defected uh, certainly has not made that living that uh, he needs to do so he's, he's gone chasing the dollars as such uh, him coming out and say uh, the, the team side of the, the competition the LIV, uh, the, the Live Teams competition, he said uh, he hadn't played Ryder Cup or President's Cup uh, but he said it, 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 it must have been akin to that. He said it was such a special feeling. And people like Justin Thomas uh, uh, and Rory McIlroy, et cetera, saying, is this guy kidding? Is this guy absolutely yeah. kidding? And, and this, you know, people are just hanging on comments as much as anything else. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I read that as well. And I just was, yeah, like, I, I mean, I think that's probably a, a, probably a mistake, throwaway comment maybe by Taylor Gooch. Um, and then... It's definitely a mistake to say that because I mean, I don't know if you've watched the Live Tour, but it's it's not even you know <laughs> in close proximity to anywhere near a, a Ryder Cup, and I was lucky enough to be at a Ryder Cup, but, you know, and, and watch one, and the atmospheres and everything else are electric. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, yeah, Taylor's got it horribly wrong there. <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I agree. Okay, closer to home, uh, mate. Closer to home. The Wheelhouse Golf School is in operation during uh, the school holidays, of course. You've got um, opportunities for youngsters um, uh, to, to come and learn the game, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I run the Kings Academy out at Royal Auckland and, and we've still got um, some stuff going on with uh, with at Akarana and, and just, you know, trying to obviously grow a sport that's that's definitely on a high. Um, so, yeah, any, anybody wants to... Get in touch with me. Just um, you know, just email us, and we'll we'll try and sort of find a program that's suitable for them. And we've got a few coaches working for us now, so it's uh, it's nice to be able to spread the load. And and um, but they're quality coaches, and, and that's all we're all about. And trying to get the, the right messaging across to to young young people is um, is, is is incredibly important. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm, I'm I love being part of the game, and it's it's a great game. So um, yeah, it's uh, I encourage anybody to start, and it's amazing to see how many people that are young. Um, starting these days, Smithy, it's uh, it's become. I think probably through you know social media, I think it's become a real, yeah. um, you know, an attractive sport sport to play. I mean, I'm sure you'd know, and you're in a similar area to me. You know, when it, when when I was young, mate, golf wasn't cool, uh, and it, and certainly golf's cool now. So it's uh, it's great to see. Yeah, and it's non-contact too, uh, to a large degree, Marcus as well, which a lot of parents are quite keen on, quite keen on the, yeah. these days. And of course, that leads that leads to my final question. I, I, I saw in a little article that uh, Kings College have a, a golf academy. Many schools, uh, do you know that have golf academies uh, specialising as such? Well, there's there's um, there is a few around um, that do you know parts of that curriculum. Uh, I don't think there's too many that have. You know, world class golf course on the back step, um, like like we do here, and uh, and that's the unique part of that. I mean, they literally walk out of Parnell House and they're on the on the golf course, um, and a, and a, and a world class practice facility. So, yeah, they're very unique to that. I don't think there'd be many you know many places like that around the world, to be honest. Um, so yeah, so that's that's a, a pretty attractive part of the of the King's curriculum, and um, and I'm happy to be uh, you know associated with that and and doing that you know, most nights after school. Marcus Wheelhouse, uh, pleasure uh, talking to you this morning. Thank you very much uh, for your time and your insight into Ryan Fox's great uh, patch of form. Great to hear that you're going to the Open. Enjoy Scotland uh, and travel safe, uh, mate. Stay, stay well. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, buddy. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. 
chicken and maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.